Welcome to the Drop-Off. Epic conversations about the workforce of today and the talent of tomorrow. Featuring candid, pointed conversations with influential business leaders. Here's your host, Nicole Real. Hello, thanks for tuning in to the Drop-Off. I'm Nicole Real, and today I'm pleased to welcome our friends from Steamboat Ski Resort, Rob Perlman, President and Chief Operating Officer, and Lauren Duke, Director of Communications. I've been fortunate to get to know the Steamboat Ski Resort team through their participation in Epic's employer-based childcare design lab, and I know they are very passionate about their employees and the community in Route County. The Epic team had the chance to celebrate with them last Friday at the grand opening of their on-site childcare facility, and it was a really exciting day for all of us, but especially them and their team. So thank you for joining us today, Rob and Lauren, and welcome. Hello, glad to be here. All right. Well, I'm going to start with Rob. After speaking with you at the event, I know we're both Colorado natives, um, but can you give us some background on your professional role and journey to Steamboat Ski Resort? First of all, I'd like to clarify I'm not a native. Unfortunately, I moved to Colorado when I was two. And uh, like other natives, uh, I'm only allowed the semi-native bumper sticker, (laughs) uh, even though I've spent my uh, entire life other than two years uh, in the great state of Colorado. And uh, I grew up in Evergreen, Colorado, grew up skiing at Winter Park um, and many of the other ski areas around the state and just had a passion for the outdoors and for skiing uh, in particular and uh, always wanted to pursue a career uh, in the ski industry. And uh, that's where I've been uh, for the last 30 years. So uh, very proud and uh, very humbled to be a part of this industry and in this great state of Colorado. Great. Thanks for giving us some background. And I think if you move to Colorado before you get your long-term memory at age three, you just count as a native. So okay. we're going to you in that group. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. Lauren, how about you? What's your career background and what brought you to Steamboat? So I was born and raised in Denver. Um, and I actually was not a skier growing up. I was a budding ballerina, but then found my way to the ski industry and I traveled around to a variety of resorts across the country, but found Steamboat and knew it was my home. The sense of community and the welcomingness of this area, it enveloped me and I've never left. Oh, thanks for sharing that. I'm so glad that Colorado got to um, get you back from the ski industry. Um, even after moving away, I think a lot of us end up coming back if we do try to live elsewhere. Well, welcome to both of you. I'm so glad to have you here. Rob, hospitality is an important industry here in Colorado, and it's also very unique in terms of its workforce and the seasonality of employment for certain positions. Can you tell us more about your amazing team at Seaboat Ski Resort, how many employees you have, and also any unique challenges you experience with your workforce? First of all, I'd start out by saying at peak season, uh, during the heart of the ski season, winter season, we're at an employment number of north of 2,000 employees. And then in the Summer, uh, that skinny's down to about 650, and we have about 350 to 400 core, what we call core year-round folks that have uh, um, chosen to live year-round in the Yampa Valley and, and Steamboat area. Like many other mountain communities or communities really even across the nation, we struggle with challenges like affordable housing, like uh, just uh, full getting full employment these days is a challenge. Uh, just because of the competitive nature of, of jobs and the job market uh, recently, and also childcare. 
Uh, it continues to be a problem, particularly in Northwest Colorado, as it relates to providing uh, that amenity and that service to our families that live uh, not only in Steamboat, really uh, throughout Northwest Colorado. And that was really the impetus behind really looking at how we could solve and be a part of the solution. Uh, we can never really solve it, but we can we can address it and mitigate uh, the issues. And that's what the team really kind of took to heart and uh, really challenged our company uh, to step up and not only help our company and our resort, but also the entire community uh, with this solution. That's great. And we're so excited to dive into more of those details today and really learn about that process and how that actually unfolded for your team. Uh, you know, when the pandemic happened, the world came to a screeching halt and we all experienced something that really none of us had experienced before. What were the impacts of COVID on your operations? And, you know, has that had a lasting effect? Do you have any of those remaining effects today from the pandemic? Yes. I mean, the, the, the pandemic um, was definitely a, a, a unique, uh, a, a black swan event, uh, right? We had never anticipated we'd have a global pandemic affecting our industry. We didn't really do scenario planning around that. Um, but once it uh, once it occurred, uh, you know, uh, the team does what it always does and, and rallies and, and adapts to the circumstances to work with our, our community, to work with the state of Colorado, to work with the ski industry, uh, to put in place procedures to make sure that we kept our guests as well as our staff safe as best we could. You know, initially we closed the resort in March of 2020 and really tried to work to support the community. Uh, as a leader in the community, we worked with the hospital, the health department, uh, other businesses, the restaurant industry, the lodging industry, the, uh, the local uh, 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 police and and fire and, and really kind of rallied around. Uh, we need to protect our, our community. And that meant uh, our, our locals, uh, but also meant our guests. And then as that evolved into uh, the winter of uh, 2021, um, we put in place uh, procedures and made sure that we, uh, again, focused on the safety of our, of our guests as well as our locals to tr try to provide that outdoor recreation, which is so important, both from a physical standpoint, as well as a mental standpoint. And I'll come back to that in a second. Uh, again, the team did an amazing job of rallying and adapting to the circumstances to, to provide those recreational opportunities, which again, is so important uh, to the state of Colorado, to the livelihood and well-being of our community. We made it through uh, that, that first season uh, very well. And then, uh, you know, uh, last season was another uh, a good season for us. We we continued to adapt with indoor spaces and, and, and dining. But again, always stayed true to the idea that we wanted to provide outdoor recreation and a relief uh, for people to get outside, enjoy the, the great environment and the mountains uh, that, that we're known for in the state of Colorado. And, and provide that outlet. It's a great activity and we were fortunate uh, that we weren't, we recreate outdoors and, and not a lot of activity takes place indoors other than, you know, dining. And uh, the team really stepped up. And even uh, we were recognized in the community for our leadership role last year in 2021 as the business of the year um, by our local community and, and chamber uh, for really stepping up and, and helping lead the community through some very 
you know, challenging times, frankly. And I come back to the challenging times. You know, the mental uh, wellness uh, definitely was top of mind for us uh, because we live in a mountain uh, communities and it seems to be uh, affecting our community more so than other places. But we're very conscious of that and want to make sure that we help our our staff and, and employees with their mental well-being because it's so important uh, that they stay uh, healthy and provide great guest service to our community and our and our guests. And that's really important uh, to us. So that's another challenge I didn't mention earlier, but but mental wellness is uh, a top of mind issue for us. And, and we've addressed that. We've provided uh, double the amount of visits that our staff can go uh, seek some counseling and get some help. And we want them to do that because, again, living in a mountain community comes with challenges and weather and stresses of everyday life. And it's very important that uh, they stay uh, mentally well and uh, physically well. As well. Go ahead, I'd love to add to that. Some of the lasting effects, I think, obviously, the pandemic was not a good thing. But I think there were some positive outcomes that our industry and specifically Steamboat really latched on to. There's, um, we had to identify really quickly some new ways to do our business operations. We really latched on to some technolo- technology that hadn't previously been used in our industry, and we're going to continue to use some of those technological advances. And I think that's where childcare falls in too. Uh, you know, Rob mentioned mental wellness, that the pandemic really shined a light on it, and it offered us the opportunity to look at new ways we can move forward with our business operations and care more about the mental wellness, identify that there's housing crisis that we maybe can look into solutions to. How do we look into solutions for childcare? How do we find new ways to move our um, resort specifically in our industry forward that continue long after the pandemic. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I, I love that your your organization really takes a whole health focus on your team and your employees. So Lauren, diving into the childcare story a little bit, at the grand opening, I referred to you as a mom on a mission because I know that uh, you and your colleague Morgan were really leading the charge around the childcare project um, but can you tell us a little bit about your own personal challenge with childcare and really what made you so passionate about this work as well? Yeah, my passion stems both from my personal experience as a mom and my personal experience as a boss to mothers. Um, it actually began when my one of my incredible staff members um, lost access to childcare for her child and was on the verge of quitting. And she was too valuable and too important to my team to lose and it really kind of lit a fire that I wanted to see how I could support her as as a peer mother and as a employer. And then shortly after that, I had my own child care woes of trying to find care for my newborn child. And as you you hear mothers all around the world, well, all around the US saying the same thing, you know, you have to find child care long before your child is even born and and you don't have the cushion of knowing when your three month maternity leave is over that you are going to have care for your child. And I was in that boat. I, I did not secure childcare until she was four months old. And so I did return to work before she had childcare. So for me, it was twofold. It was how do I support my own family's future and how do I support the futures of my staff and my team members? And really what that did is it snowballed into how do we help other team members know that Steamboat is a place that they can put down roots and they can think about their future. They know that they can be with our company, they can build a family, and they can see a future where they're supported by the community and by the resort. 
How does the shortage of childcare impact the community as a whole in Route County? Do, you know, can you tell us more about what that looks like in terms of slots that are available for children and families who need care? Um, and, you know, of course, we'll dive into more of the logistics around the facility too, but, you know, can you paint that picture of the childcare landscape for us locally? Yeah, it's obviously always evolving. When we first got into this process, there were more spots since we started the process of creating the Steamboat Childcare Center. Center Other centers have folded. Gratefully, other centers have also opened. So it's co constantly evolving. But Steamboat and Northwest Colorado has been, uh, Route County has been identified as a childcare desert for a long time. We have incredible um, public and, and private facilities that meet a very small demand of what is needed. They're, they're doing incredible work, but they can't keep up with the children that our community has. And it's hard to maintain teachers. It's hard to maintain classrooms. It's things that are seen all across the country, but it's almost even more highlighted in a rural community where when a child care center closes in a rural community, it's not as convenient to say, okay, I'm going to look at the other child care center down the road. You're potentially looking at having parents drive an extra 30 to 40 minutes to drop their child off. That's one way. So if you round trip that, that's an hour and a half. And if you do that twice a day, that's almost three hours just for childcare. So rural communities come with their own host of issues as well. So like Rob mentioned, we identified this as a way that we could help assist our community and support our community. By no means can we solve the issue for our community, but we can certainly assist in it. And we knew that if we were able to open an employer-based childcare facility, we could not only offer spots that didn't exist before, but hopefully free up spots that meant other community members could have access to the local community facilities. For example, one of the biggest shortages, as you find elsewhere, is the infant need. And in Steamboat, there's only one facility. When we started this process, there was only one facility that offered slots to infants for public community members. There was another facility, but it was employer-based as well and preferenced employers. So there was a huge need and we really are hoping that our efforts help assist the community need. And can you tell us more about the facility that you now have open? Um, you know, I, I heard you earlier say that today is the first day that your child's attending uh, this program. So that's very exciting. But, you know, tell us more about the process. I think you repurposed a building. Um, how did you decide to operate it? And, and what has that process and journey been? Wow, the process. What's amazing to me is to look back and it's been only a year and a half, but it feels like it's been 20 years that we've been working on this process. What our team did in such a short period of time is absolutely heroic. We started, fortunately, a, a perfect storm aligned when we did approach our leadership team about this concept. They were incredibly supportive right away, and the dominoes just fell into place. There was a grant available from the state of Colorado offering a match up to $500,000 for emerging centers that we um, wanted to apply for. And right after we found out about that grant, we found out about the Epic Design Lab and that has been instrumental in our success. We appreciate our leadership's support in, in uh, stamping this project, but really in the beginning, it was a marketing director and a communications director, and we know nothing about childcare. And even our resort, we have a lot of things that we specialize in, but childcare is not one of them. So we went into this a little bit blind, and the design lab laid out absolutely everything we needed, from financial structures to rates, to licensing and room sizes and what types of furniture and even introducing us to potential third parties. And throughout that process, 
we made a lot of decisions that led us up today. We decided to keep it in-house and not work with a third party. We decided that our first step would be to hire our executive director so that they could help lead the process. We were super fortunate to find a local woman who has a lot of experience in childcare in our community, and she just hit the ground running. Her name is Sarah Mickelson, and she really single-handedly developed this center, took the knowledge that the design lab had, took her contacts in the industry, worked really closely with the other facilities here in town, and also oversaw a construction crew that uh, repurposed a medical building into a childcare facility in something like six or seven months. So it's just absolutely incredible what our team was able to accomplish in such a short period of time. It really was amazing to watch. And that is a very quick turnaround time. So kudos to your team for really, you know, working so hard and so quickly on that. You know, Rob, going back to you, can you tell us more about the discussion at the leadership level when it came to investing in childcare for your employees and really, you know, what that discussion looked like and how is that investment viewed by, you know, the leadership team at Steamboat Ski Resort? We're fortunate that we had a couple really strong champions uh, for for this issue. And we clearly identified this as an issue in our community. Uh, Lauren spoke about uh, Northwest Colorado is considered, Route County is considered uh, a childcare desert. Uh, so we knew this was an issue just like affordable housing, just like other other issues facing our community. At the same time, through the pandemic, we really focused on our employees. Thankfully, Steamboat has put employees first for a very long time. Uh, long before I got there, close to 15 years ago, and uh, took over as president seven years ago. And we have a, a new parent company that understands the importance of our employees and how we need to look after uh, our employees. So we've made changes to wages. We've made changes uh, to benefits and, and put our employees as the priority. And we're very grateful for that. And Steamboat is such a special place that, that that's critical to our success is making sure we take care of our employees. So uh, we're constantly listening to feedback and how we can provide additional benefits, provide uh, more reasons to attract and retain our, our talented team. And when Lauren and Morgan and some of the others came forward with, hey, we need to really pursue this and now is the time, they had our attention. And I vividly remember the presentation uh, that they put together and presented to the senior leadership team. And that's a group of 10 of us, the vice presidents and myself. And uh, when you have two directors that are very passionate about um, addressing a very critical need, they had our attention and they put together a presentation. It was it was simple and straightforward and said, now's the time. And, uh, you know, of course, we asked some tough questions. They had some great answers. And as Lauren said, a little bit of flying blind because none of us are child care uh, experts and none of us have uh, started a child care center. But we knew we had uh, great partners uh, around the state, including Epic and the design lab to help us through the process. Very quickly, we made the decision to hire uh, Sarah Mickelson as the uh, director of the Steamboat Child Care Center. And that was a big, bold move. And it was received incredibly well by the resort and the community that said, oh my gosh, this is real. And there, you know, that is a critical step. We never really had a doubt uh, when we made that decision because we knew where that would lead which is to opening the Steamboat Child Care Center. We celebrated the grand opening on Friday. 
It was the first day of operations today, and we're super proud of all we've accomplished in that short period of time. And not only did we have the support of our senior leadership team and and the overall community and the staff, but we're very fortunate that our parent company uh, understood that we needed to be part of the solution for childcare in Northwest Colorado and at the resort. And, you know, the business side of this, you don't make money by operating a childcare center. And I don't have to tell you anything you don't already know or probably your list, but it was a conscious effort that said, this is the right thing to do. It's a cost center, but we don't look at it as a cost center. We look at this as a great way to attract and retain key employees and talent. And it's very important uh, that we do that uh, for our resort. And again, it opens up some spots in our community, which is good for our community. To add to that too, I think I'm really proud to work for a parent company like Altera because there's only a handful of ski resorts around the country or even North America that offer this critical benefit. And many of them are in the Altera family already. I, I know of four within the Altera family. So we are a unique entity in the ski industry to offer this critical benefit, but it's really amazing that Altera sees this as a necessity for their staff. I love that they're investing in their employees and their communities in this way. And I also think it really speaks to your culture internally in that your leadership team not only took the time to really, you know, in, get engaged in this discussion around childcare, but also really empowered your team to make that case and really build out this model. And you all worked on this together. So again, congratulations. It's so exciting that now it's open. And I'm sure looking back, you're like, Oh, right. <laughs> it's a long journey, um, but very exciting once you get to the end of it. So I mean, question for both of you. What did you learn most from this process? I learned sometimes you have to take a little bit of a risk. Um, you have to get out. I'll use the analogy over over your skis. It might not feel comfortable, but those are the things that you need to do at, at certain times for the right reasons. And this one, again, we were you know, we took some risks and we also went to bat uh, at our parent company to get their support. And I vividly remember, uh, you know, when we sat around as the senior leadership team to have the go, no go decision, uh, I, I asked a simple question, is everybody on board? Because this is going to take some political capital in addition to financial capital to get this through and get this approved by our parent company. So everybody needs to be on board with this uh, investment. There was no guarantee we'd get a grant, so we were on our own. But around the table, it was a unanimous, yes, Rob, we want you to go forward and make the case and, you know, put your fists on the table if you need to, to get this approved because we're all in. And so the lesson is, yeah, sometimes you have to take a little bit of risk looking back. I do it again 10 out of 10 times, and you have to have the confidence that uh, you have a great team to support your decision when it comes to looking for these kind of solutions. So really proud of that. Thanks for sharing. And I love the ski analogy as well. That's a good one. Lauren, how about you? I learned a lot of lessons along the, along the way, but I think the most important lesson I learned is that with the right support, you can be your own champion. Early on, Morgan and I referenced a podcast that really inspired us. It was called No One Is Coming To Save Us. And we kind of filled in our own 
end of that sentence. And it was, if no one's coming to save us, we have to save ourselves. And I never believed that I had the capacity to effectively make change in the childcare realm. That's not my expertise. I know nothing about it. But I've learned that if you have the right support of your leadership, your peers, your friends, your family, if it's important enough to you, you can make any change necessary that needs to happen. And so I'm really, I'm just so proud to work for an organization that saw a crisis and was willing to jump in. And it it inspires me to continue to see how we can make our community and our resort better and know that nothing can really stop us, even though it's something that may not be in our lane. Thanks for sharing. It's so inspiring to hear you talk about that as well. And I hope other people listen and we have more projects happening because they're inspired by everything they've heard today. Uh, you know, Rob and Lauren, would you like to add anything else on the podcast today? Oh, I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> um, no, I think one of the really important things about Steamboat opening the Child Care Center, aside from everything we've talked about today, is setting the example and showing that it is possible for businesses to provide employer-based childcare facilities. I think it's one of the most important ways that we can try and combat this crisis. It needs to be a business offering this critical benefit to their staff. And I really do envision and hope that there's someday in the future where employers offer childcare as a benefit the same way they do 401ks, the same way they do health insurance. It's an automatic guaranteed benefit that nobody even flinches an eye at. And I just think that would be an incredible world to live in. And I'm so excited that we are showing it's possible and how it's possible by partnering with incredible entities like Epic and the state and that there's grant money out there and that everyone wants to support you. Um, the ski industry is a great example because we're obviously very competitive within our own industry, but when push comes to shove, we all work together. That was something we definitely learned through COVID. And the childcare industry and early childhood education is the same way. People want to lift up others up because when tides rise, all ships sail or whatever the saying is. And so I, I do, I just think it's amazing that we can start to set an example, not only in the ski industry, but in the business community, in the state of Colorado, and hopefully even wider. Thanks, Lauren. Well said, Lauren. statements from you, Rob. <laughs> My closing statement would be during the pandemic, we had a rally cry, as we call it. In, in Steamboat, which is we're all in this boat together. And that, those are uh, things we think about all the time. We can't do this alone. Uh, we need the support of our staff. We need the support of our team, the community. And when it came time to solve this critical need, this critical issue, and we haven't solved it, but we've definitely taken a step in the right direction. We had incredible partners to help us along the way, including Epic, uh, the design lab, Governor Polis and his passion for early childhood education. So the state of Colorado, uh, our community, our county, and the other child care centers in Steamboat were also supported. So we're all in this boat together. And collaboration is key to our success as a resort, as a, as a community. And we take that to heart. So we're really proud of that. And we share that with our entire community, our entire company, and our staff, and uh, super excited that today was opening day and for the Steamboat Child Care Center, and uh, we'll continue it for, for many years to come, and we all laugh about it, but we're excited when those kids can bring their kids to the Child Care Center, and we've started something special uh, in Steamboat. Thanks for the opportunity to be here today. 
Yeah, thank you for joining us. And as someone who has um, frequented your mountain many times, I can also speak to how incredible your staff is um, and your team is there at Steamboat Ski Resort. Uh, had the chance to meet some of your early childhood teachers on Friday. And our family just always feels not only so welcome when we visit Steamboat, but we also feel like your team members really get the um, or take the opportunity to get to know their guests and, you know, get to know us as well. So thank you. Um, I'm also going to throw in a note there that since I was on the mountain on Saturday, it's beautiful up there. And I think I saw that you've almost had 150 inches of snow this year already. So really exciting. Yeah, the, the winter, uh, the snow conditions are absolutely fabulous uh, for this time of year and uh, more snows in the forecast. It's going to be a terrific holiday season. And uh, with that said, uh, happy holidays and all the very best to everybody out there for a fantastic, healthy, happy, prosperous, and champagne powder snow-filled 2023. I love that holiday sign off. Well, thank you, Robin Lauren, for your contributions to the Drop Off podcast. We are so excited to hear about your new facility and are excited to see how that all unfolds in terms of supporting your own employees and your community. So thank you again for your time today. Happy holidays and best of luck. Thank you. The Drop-Off is a production of Executives Partnering to Invest in Children. Please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. For more information about our organization, visit coloradoepic.org.